0: Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. There's a beautiful package awaiting everyone here today. I'm not going to rob you of it. Oh, the atmosphere is thick. Thank you, Jesus. We're talking about, we're starting something new today. And my assignment is very simple. To give you the knowledge and lead you into the atmosphere. That's it. To give you the knowledge and lead you into the atmosphere. So please, say on the top your upper voice, Grace to authority. Grace to authority. One more time. Grace to authority. Grace to authority. What does it mean? Let's open our Bibles to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. And we're going to read from verse 21. (laughs) And I'll read very fast. So, he, being there Jesus, asked his father to give us a context. This was a boy. He was... He was um, tormented by by evil spirits and jesus went away praying and his deci- and the man brought his brought his son to the disciples and said you have been with jesus deliver my son and like we do they stayed up all night trying to cast out one devil You know, comes those times in our lives where we all sit down, we we form prayer committees, we form prayer groups and we pray all night die, 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 die for those who came from Africa. For those born here, you cry all night, Lord, why me? There are some things in your life that will not answer to Lord, why me? And there are some things in your life that will not answer to die. Jesus then says, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, and often he was thrown, he was thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Verse 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with, with, with tears, Lord, I believe. Someone here today that needs to be your response. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw the people came came to get the, came run, When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, Deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. (laughs) While I read this scripture, I remember that portion in the Bible where Jesus Christ said, where Jesus Christ was talking about evil spirits in a house. Now when an evil spirit is cast out of a house, it roams around the wilderness And if it finds no other house it can dwell in, it says to itself, let me go back to where I came from. And if I find that that place is still vacant, it will go and bring seven spirits stronger than itself and go back into that house. But here is Jesus telling this one unclean spirit, you will leave this body, and I am telling you, you will never get into it again. So there are some things in your life that are waiting for you to tell it. Go and come back no more. But you have not spoken. Jesus continues And when he had come to the house his disciples asked him privately. You know there are some things that happen in public and you're so ashamed and you go and meet the pastor later and say you know what pastor so there was somebody we were praying for. We prayed all night. You just came and said be healed and you walked away. Um, What is the difference? (laughs) And Jesus Christ answered and said to them this kind ...can come out by nothing but by prayer and fasting. The level of authority you need to tell an evil spirit... ...to tell that challenge to leave your life and come back no more. Which means you're telling the spirit to defy the laws of the spirit... Because the laws of the spirit says if it leaves, it has to come back to check if the house is empty. But there's a level of authority that you can access and you can tell that spirit, go and come back no more. Even if the house is empty, I do not permit you to come back. So what is grace? Grace. We talk about grace. We talk about grace all the time. But what is grace? Grace is pleasure. Grace is joy. Grace is thanks. Grace is favor. Grace is a gift. Acceptable benefit. So therefore, for me, I then, with all these words, which mean grace in the Hebrew, translated, I then define grace as the divine influence upon the heart or mind of an individual and it's reflection in the life of an individual. Grace is the divine influence upon the heart or mind of an individual and it's reflection. So the more grace you have, I see the reflection as favor. The more grace you carry, I see the reflection as benefit in your life. the more grace you carry. I see it as people accepting you. That's when you get to a level and you start asking yourself, why are people favoring me? Why are people favoring me? Why is it only me? Why is it only me? It's because there is a requisite level of grace in your life that is commanding such a result. But then you ask yourself, how does grace come? 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. I intentionally brought this today. I have my Bible here. I'm not going to open this. How does grace come? 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. He says, grace and peace be multiplied to you by grace the knowledge of God so, so when you ask yourself how, how can I increase in grace grace is multiplied by the knowledge of the word of God not just of the word of God but of God so now what is the, what does it mean to have knowledge of God I'll use this young lady here called her name is Tronia. Wave Tronia so everybody will know what I'm talking about. Here's, the, here's what I'm going to show us very quickly. I don't know Tronia. I know about Tronia. Hello. I don't know Tronia. I know about Tronia. A lot of God, a lot of us don't know. God. We know about God. David killed Goliath. Joseph went to Egypt and he was the prime minister. Jesus came and he died. And on three days he resurrected. That is knowing about God. But there's a difference. I know about Trania. I know Saskia. She, I know about. I see her. I say hi. We say hello. We greet. For a lot of us, that's how we treat God. God, good morning. I'm going out. See you later. But I know Saskia. It's beyond good morning. Hi. See you later. There is communication in between with the short time, I say short because the years are many years ahead, the short time I've known her, I can tell what will take her off. I can tell what will piss her off. I can tell what she likes. I can tell what she dislikes. I can tell you when to talk to her. The best time she'll listen to you, the best time she will not listen to you. Because why? I know her. When you know God, do you know the right way to approach him? You cannot say you know God and approach God the same way an unbeliever will approach him. You cannot say you know God and an unbeliever has more faith in the God you say you know more than you. That is why Jesus Christ said, when the lady who came to him with her son, to the table where Jesus Christ was eating, and she said, she was a Gentile, and she said, heal my son. And Jesus Christ said, I cannot, you cannot give the food meant for the children to the dogs. And Jesus Christ then, the lady turned around and said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. Jesus said, I have not seen such faith, even in Israel. These were people who were claiming they knew God. So you cannot say you know God. And those who are not supposed to know God have more faith than you. That is grace. When you have more grace, there are certain things people should look at your life and not see. If I look at your life, and you say you're a carrier of grace, I should not see unbelief. It's not a matter of how you feel. It is a matter of who you know. I cannot f- say what we like about Trump. Trump cannot be my father and I stand down here and say I'm, I'm hungry. It's not possible. Why? Why? because i chose not to eat there's no way leave the fact that he's a billionaire he's the president of the united states it means if i if, if no one in america wants to give me something to eat it means even a nation that does not know me will give me something to eat because they are looking for favor with who my father who is trump Lord, help me. Time. So now I switch to authority. What is authority? Kennedy, please come. The only way I can best show us authority is by using props today. Because I searched the Bible and there was no way that the Bible explained authority. But the Holy Spirit gave me something I wanted to show us today. So, what would he say grace was? What did we say grace was? The knowledge of God, right? This is, these are believers every day. We carry grace. We do not have unbelief. We have the benefits, we have the favor, we have everything. We are carriers of grace. Right? I need one more person, please. Please come, Lola. I need you to sit over there. You are not the devil in the name of Jesus. This, I will say, is a prisoner. This prisoner represents your mind. It represents your job, anything you're looking towards God for. This is it, right? And she is holding it from you. Are we we getting it so far? Now, this is a carrier of grace. When he comes to you, he will try to get it from you, but don't give it to him. There's a reason why I'm saying that. He's a carrier of grace. Go and carry it. Let me explain something to you. The enemy does not see grace he only sees authority you want to tell me that's a lie he told Jesus turn the stone to bread right Jesus turned back and said you, um, man shall not live by bread alone this devil didn't run away that was the that was grace speaking, that was the knowledge of God speaking. The enemy didn't move. He said, "Okay, you don't want that. One. Let's go to the next one." Okay, so now we're here. Um, throw yourself down, for he quoted some for he will send these angels to carry you so that you will not dash your foot against the stone. That was grace speaking. Jesus turns back and says. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. The devil says, eh, okay, no. Okay, let's go to the next one. That is still grace. Grace does not send the enemy away. Open our Bibles to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. Thank you, Holy Spirit. From verse 26. Then they sailed to the country of the gatherings, which is opposite Galilee. And when he stepped out of the land, stepped out on the land, there met him a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he wore no clothes, nor did he live in the house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out, fell down before him with a loud voice, said, What have I to do with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. Jesus hasn't said anything. All Jesus did was walk out of the boat. And the demons were already begging are a carrier of grace. You then know when, how and where to exercise authority. He's a carrier of grace and now he has authority because you see authority is conferred on you. Authority is conferred on you it's like when the king or the queen makes you a knight it is conferred on you based on your knowledge of the word of god authority is conferred on you based on your level of education in knowing who god is so if you stay a babe you will have the authority of a babe if you stay a slave, you will have the authority of a slave. If you stay a friend, you will have the authority of a friend. If you become a son, you will have the authority of a son. Now, this is Jesus in the gatherings. He walks out. This is what the Spirit does. As he, Jesus hasn't said anything. So now, he doesn't have to say, give me my possession." As he walks, the authority he has will cause this to go into his hand and he will keep walking. Mm -hmm. Authority gives you access. Grace gives you knowledge of where to go. And grace gives you, tells you the door to stand in front of. But authority opens the door. That is why Jesus Christ said, when he read in Matthew chapter 28 after he died and he resurrected he told the disciples all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me his father conferred it on him by giving him a name that would by a dimension of that name Every knee in heaven, on earth, underneath the earth, will bow. Not by quoting the name. Not by reciting the name. Not by staying up all night and shouting. But by the mention of the name. Therefore. name that is above every other name I speak to whosoever is hearing me every hold over your life and your destiny every hold over your marriage every hold over your future every hold over your education every hold over your life in the name of Jesus by the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost I decree you are free you are free you are free in the name of Jesus. So a lot of us are carriers of grace. We sit down, we study the Bible, we read the Bible, we carry the scriptures. We have gone from knowing about God to knowing God. Why it seems like your faith is not working is because you are still operating on the level of grace. Jesus did not send you into the world with grace. He sent you into the world with authority. When he sent out the disciples in Luke chapter 19, he said, I have given you authority to trample upon snakes and scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy. Jesus did not send them out saying, okay, come. When you meet someone who is demon-possessed, this is what you should do. Slap them on the head, kick them on the feet, and the demon will go. No. He gave them authority. So when the demons see them, when the depression sees them, When the suicidal thought sees them, it walks away. Because light and darkness cannot share the same space. So who are you? Where are you? This 21 days is for you. Because in the fasting and prayer, you are aligning yourself. Fasting and prayer does not help God. Fasting and prayer helps you to align yourself to what God has given you. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you're saying the fasting is for them. Isaiah chapter 49 Isaiah chapter 49 verse 25 (laughs) I kept asking the Lord I said Lord what is it you want me what do you want to show the people in this 21 days what do you want to show the people in this 21 days father and he said to me I will contend with they that contend with you. And he drew me to Isaiah chapter 49. From verse, we'll start reading from verse 23. No, from verse 24. It says in verse 24, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the captives of the righteous be delivered? Shall your possession... Where's the bottle again? The bottle. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Shall the lawful captive... So shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Shall the lawful captive be delivered? This is God asking a question. And then in verse 25... He says, but thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible be delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you and I will save your children. I will feed those who oppress you with their own flesh and they shall be drunk with their own blood as with sweet wine. All flesh shall know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, and I am your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. Therefore, by what the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and upon the authority of that word, shall we arise. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED, 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.